welcome to another episode of the at geeks podcast i'm your host adrian and welcome back to weeb wednesday not on a wednesday see i was going to drop this episode yesterday but i believe the anime season officially starts today so i thought it would be better to drop it today and start the morning off with you know the preview before we start getting throughout the rest of the week and seeing these animes so um yes obviously i'm speaking on the as the title suggests the spring preview 2022 so this this preview is pretty good this was pretty good um so far looking through all the animes and everything this is the season that i probably will like quite a bit it's very heavy very very heavy on the comedy and the rom-coms so there's a lot of slice a lot there's not too many there's some action ones but they're not a crazy amount of action ones like there usually are this one's a lot more laid back and a more you know chill season of anime there's also not too many returning or continuing on anime which caught me off guard as well because i was like wow they're really bringing in all these new animes out of nowhere like they're just bringing in a whole new slate of animes and they're like here you go you're not going to, so you don't have these old ones to rely on, old ones just to back up on. You're like, hey, this is the season. We're going to try some new ones, and I believe they did that last year as well for the spring 2021. So anyways, for the returning anime, I won't give much of a synopsis of the show, but rather I'll tell you how I felt about the previous season. But when it comes to the newer animes, I'll probably give more, you know, give more detail and give one, okay? So the first returning anime I want to discuss is probably the biggest returning anime, and that is The Rising Shield Hero Season 2. Man, this brings back memories. I still remember when this first dropped. <laughs> Man, I watched the first episode, which was like an hour long. It was like a special and everything. And right after that, I did not go to sleep that night. I stayed up until my wife woke up around like 6 a.m. And I would read the entire month. Well, not entire, because I read up until where they, like, where it called. I caught up to the manga. So I caught up into the entire manga, and it was just that single night. It was a long night, but it felt like it went by so fast, because that's how into the Shield Hero I was. I was loving it. I loved, because at the time, I was really big on East Skies. I really, I still do enjoy East Skies. However, I was getting tired of the, you know, you know, the usual trope where it's like, okay, they get come in. People, even if people don't want them, they're still like, oh, well, you know, they're still good guys and they're still going to try to do good and help people out. Even when people do them wrong, they're kind of just like turn the other cheek and go. But nah, my homie, now, my homie, man, he was, yeah, homie was going crazy. He was like, you know, F all this. Y'all want to rock with me. Y'all don't have to rock with me. Turn dark. He was still doing good stuff, but he was just like not rocking with the people. If you cross them, he's not rocking with you. There was no sympathy points and everything. Like with old girl that accused him of rape and everything. It wasn't like a, oh, turn the other cheek. She was like, oh yeah, you'll forgive me and everything. You're here right now, man. I was like, nah, F you. Nah, nah. You can, you kick rocks. Kick rocks and everything. Like he... Everybody that's not rocking with the other heroes that are weaker than him, he's like, kick rocks. Y'all Y'all don't want to rock with me. I don't got to rock with y'all either. It's, that's just how we going down. And so in this new season that we're coming into, we continue on from the end of season one where we were entering the Spirit Tortoise arc. And this one is going to be for sure a top three anime of this season. And there's no surprise there because everybody's been waiting for the Rise of Shield Hero. This is probably, like I said, the most popular one 
of this season. Next is 86 part two. Part two of 86 should be very popular. Like it, it was it was very popular. Part one was. So I'm assuming part two would be just as popular. Um especially after it did so well in the Crunchyroll Wars and being very popular on social media, <coughs> excuse me, and especially on Discord, everything. Like, everybody was talking about 86, and it wasn't really my style, which I had said before. I, talk, I talked about how good it was. I was like, this is a good anime. It's really, really good. You should check it out. But it's just not my style because I usually don't care for the military style animes. I see some good ones and I'll watch them and I'll always give them a chance. But I always eventually drop them because they're not really just my, they're not my type of animes. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know. It's not even, it's not even on some, oh, well, I was in the military. and that's like, like, it's nothing even like that. It's like, because I don't care for military style movies or anything. It's just not my style. I'm, even before I joined the military, it was, I, I just didn't care for them. Not my style. I just don't rock with them. I don't find interest in that kind of style anime, but um, it's very popular for a reason. It got, it did well in the wars for a reason. So I definitely recommend you, what's called, check it out. I've heard a ton of great reviews and I still re recommend it because not everyone has the same taste, but a good story is still a good story, regardless of if everybody has the same taste or not. Um, Comey can't communicate. Uh, I'm surprised this is getting a season two. I don't really have much to say about this one. I'm I just, other than I'm like I'm with it. Uh, Comey can't communicate. It was just like we we took a just one season break. It was it wasn't just winter season, but it was a season before we saw Comey can't communicate come on on Netflix. The next season we took a break of it. I wasn't expecting to get it to come back for a long time, but um, if ever, I, I, I honestly wasn't. I didn't know I wasn't paying attention to the reviews to see how well it did. I know I enjoyed it, um, but. Netflix looks like it's bringing it back, and Netflix is still going with this, trying to get on the anime hype and drop weekly episodes, which is very out of character for them. So, I mean, Comey can't communicate season two. I'm with it. Everybody, I told y'all before in our original review, it's very popular. People love the manga. Everybody would love reading it. And, I mean, that's all I got to say about it. Like, it's, it's still fresh. It's still fresh. It's not like some of these other ones that have been on break for a while. And then it's come back. This one's was just like we were just watching it and it's coming back so yeah i definitely recommend you try season two especially if you like season one if you didn't like season one then obviously it's not your cup of tea but if you're looking for that quirky humor just comedy anime just awkward humor then definitely check up comey can't communicate next is data live season four etchy borderline hentai dating simulation there's three dating simulations this season which is kind of um odd but I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, this one, though, I'm not sure who keeping the series afloat, but, you know, maybe I was. Because uh, I did watch it all the way through whenever I was going through a phase of playing dating sims, and I found it, like, interesting. And, like, I was like, yeah. I'm like, I was looking at looking for things to play, and I started playing some dating simulation. I was like, okay, these are fun. These are fun. My friends are making fun of me. They're like, don't let your wife find out. I'm like, my wife's not going to be worried about me playing a video game and having a e-girl on the street like that's not it's not that big a deal but um it's dating sims are fun if you have any reckon like i said if you have any recommendations definitely tag ask ask geek on twitter definitely um tag me on that if you have any uh suggestions any ones that you find are good because i would I, I definitely would want to check some more out but now like data live i'm not i'm not really rock I'm, I'm probably not going to read this i can guarantee i don't read this one um 
I like I said, I watched it during that time when I was into dating sims. But honestly, I I don't think it's that good. Like looking back on it, I'm like, okay, during that phase, it was interesting because I was going through that phase. But right now, I'm like, eh, I probably won't get into. It. I, I don't find it interesting. But it's still a nice little dating sim. It's funny. It's comedy. And there's a lot of, like like I said, a lot of etchy aspects. And if you're into that guy, like what they people say, man of culture, if you're one of those guys and or gals or whoever, go ahead and check it out. Like, hey, it's coming back for season four for a reason. It has a fan base. I'm, I just don't know who the fan base exactly is. Um, Next is Science Fell in Love. And... I'm not going to lie. Originally, I did not care for this one, but with it being a rom-com and me now being really into rom-coms, I might try it because it's a a newly acquired taste of mine. So I think I'm going to give it another chance and give it a fair chance. I'll I'll give it another chance to see how it goes. So I'll hold off my opinion for now and just say definitely check it out. But this one's a returning one. And then the um the bookworm season two is coming back. I'm not season two, season three. I sorry. Um, this one was another banger. This one I thoroughly enjoy being both the East Sky and a slice of life, two of my favorite genres. And this is already has plenty of hype because through season one and two, I, if you weren't familiar with it, you better get familiar with it because I don't see how you can't be familiar with it because it was really 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 good. It was it was really good. Um, I really enjoyed. It. I didn't think I was going to enjoy. It. This was one of my early. This was one of my first East Guys that um wasn't really action packed or anything like it was like a, just a chill east guy and i was like i can rock with this i can rock with it i i can get down with this and i started well let me say that the first one the first ones i watched i had read mangas with ones before but this is one of the first ones like i actually sat there and watched through an anime and i was like oh yeah i can get down with some animes like this i didn't think i would be able to but it but it was it was really good like um, it's basically, you know, if you enjoy lighthearted comedy and want to experience the everyday life of a book-loving little girl in the medieval times, I recommend it. Even if you don't, that doesn't sound good to you. I still recommend it because it's still really good. Uh, Kaguya-sama Love is War Ultra Romantic. Love chart anime needs to have a pronunciation because I know I butchered that. Um, I'm ashamed to say I have never watched this series, but I definitely will watch it and I will try to catch up because many refer to this as the most iconic rom-com of our generation. And I have not watched it, so I definitely will because this season, like I said before, is heavy, heavy, heavy on slice of life, rom-coms and comedies. And those are some of my favorite genres, so I will definitely be enjoying it. Now, we can get into the new anime, but before that, we will take a short break and be right back.
we are back and let's get it. i hope that short break wasn't too much for you you know like i said i always say it's like 30 25 30 seconds for you but no, it's quite. It's usually pretty much longer from us because we usually take a longer break in between these. Because these can get quite tiresome to sit here and talk. Is um, stranger that may sound as all that may sound. It might. It, these are. These, this can get quite tiresome. Anyways, the first new anime I want to speak on is Ayo Ashi. This one is one of the like this. Might not be everybody else's, but this is my most anticipated anime of the season. Maybe even the year maybe even the year i was reading blue lock and this was a suggested manga if you haven't read blue lock read blue lock that's some heat but anyways this was a suggested manga so i was like if you enjoy ace of the diamond you will love this i'm telling you you will love this one this if done correctly and i can't emphasize that enough if done correctly could be a top three sports anime of all time easily top three anime of all time sports anime of all time you know what I'm saying? As I stated previously, it is very, very similar to Ace of the Diamond, and that is mainly due to the struggles the main character has, like where they have the potential and the raw talent, and it's wasted away in the small cities, and the main character doesn't even know exactly the kind of gifts and the kind of talent he has himself, and he, like, so he's not even aware of what he possesses, and then a coach of like a main powerhouse school notices him. And they don't, it's usually like, just like Asa, they weren't looking for him. They were looking for something else. And in this case, the coach was coming back because he's from this hometown, but he was coming back for a funeral of a friend. He came back for a funeral and there was a game at the soccer field. So he was driving back and he saw he had to drive by the soccer field and he stopped to watch a game. You know, he's a soccer coach. He's like, you know, let me just see. I don't have to rush back. Let me just see what's going on. He stopped. He sees this guy and he's like, oh, I don't think he's aware of what gifts he has. And then so he's like, okay, cool. And he starts talking to the dude after the game. Like the, he, like he, he's sitting there chilling after the game and the dude's pissed. The, the, Cause they had just lost and got eliminated. So the player, Ayo, he's running laps around the field. He's running, he's running, he's running. And he's just pushing himself and punishing himself for losing the game. And he's just going and going and going. And the coach stops him. He's like, yeah. He starts talking to him and then shows him some soccer moves. And then he was like, yeah, do this. Like trying to show him some stuff soccer-wise. And the guy's like, oh, he's really good. He, so the so the coach tries to train him for a little bit for that night. And he's like talking to him. He's like, oh, that's when the coach discovers, like, no, this guy's gift is real deal. Like he can see the entire the entirety of the field and remember where everyone is located on the field. He's like, that, that's a crazy gift if used properly. And he's like, he's not good enough right now. Cause like I said, he's a raw, he's very raw. Like he, he doesn't have the talent. He's like, if used correctly and we can build you up, we can make something of you. So it's similar. Like I said, the Ace of Diamond where they, so they notice something like you have a gift that we don't know. And then you watch them. And it's not like other sports anime where they come in, they dominate right away. They come in, they go all the way and they, they beat some teams that they shouldn't be. And you're like, you see them go further. And that's what I liked about Ace of the Diamond is they lost. They lost a lot. And you're like, hold up. Shouldn't the protagonist be winning? No, they say, no, no, they lose a lot. And it's like, you're slowly building them up and trying to, you got to get over these humps to try to get them to their ultimate spot. And then, so you see that and that's what they do right here. You see him come in and the 
MC, the, the protagonist, doesn't come in and dominate right away. He doesn't get respected right away. A lot of people are like, you're not that good. Yes, you have this, but what good is it if you can't even use it? Like, what what good is having a gift to be able to see the whole field when you can't even dribble the soccer ball well enough to get past any of these top, like, level high school players? Like, you're basically useless to us. So he's, he so he starts off. It's a weak to strong. He's training. He's doing all these other things, and it takes him quite. I don't know how they're gonna do it in the anime, but in the manga, it takes him quite a long time to get to the point where he's even like feasible. And he's still not even that good. He's just feasible to be even used in games and stuff like that. So we'll see how that goes. And I'm just. I know I've been talking about this one for a while, and the other ones will be much shorter. But this, like I said. This is my, like, this, this This is my most anticipated one. And if you only decide to watch one anime all season, ensure that it is this one because I believe that this one has the potential to be a can't miss. And I believe it drops on Saturdays. And we all know the best ones usually drop on the weekends. So moving on to the next one is Spy Family. Um, spy family, it seems like a normal family home, but the father of the family is a secret international spy. The mother is an assassin, and the daughter has telepathy. And secretly, she knows the identities of both her parents. And they have no idea, and they believe they're fooling her. And so, but, like, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, everybody's doing it for their own ambition. Everybody's doing it for their own reason. This should be an interesting one. One of my homies told me this is this is probably gonna be the only anime he's gonna watch this season because he I guess he read it and he was really excited. He was like, "Yeah, this is gonna be the only one I'm really interested in." Because I might check on some other ones depending on like how I feel, but this is the only one he was really interested in. So we'll we'll see how that goes. An assassin, a spy, and an esper. What a combination. That's pretty. That's that's actually pretty crazy. Next, we need to talk about is uh, Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie. This is one um, that I've seen many, many manga writers, I mean, I said writer, many, many manga readers compared to Horamiya. And I think that's due to the relationship between the male and the female protags. Excuse me. Also, the female protag seems to have two different personalities, which the name stems from. Um, she's usually shy and quiet, but she can also become the exact opposite. She can become an outgoing person in a blink of an eye. She can also show like it, it, it shows that she might have some sundere esque like moments, which is my favorite type of woman when it comes to things like this. You need a little toxicity in your life to make things exciting. Um, we'll definitely be checking this one out, as you know. As well, because you know as well, I'm over here, I'm mixing up my words, because you know as well as I do, everyone needs a good rom-com. Everybody everybody needs a good rom-com in their life, and this might be a really top rom-com if it's compared to Horamiya. That's the only thing I can guess. If it's compared to Horamiya, it has to be. It has to be heat. Um, the next one is the greatest demon lord is born as a typical nobody. Typical OP character reincarnated troop that, of course, has a school arc and a multitude of scenes where the people try to make him believe he's weak and everything. Like, you know, oh, he's weak because he's, you know, using outdated old school type of magic. And then they're on they're, um, what's called in for a rude awakening. Um, you go through, like I said, the outdated magic, you go to school, you show off and everybody's like, oh, wow, that man's pretty crazy. Some people obviously still have a lot of doubters. He 
shuts those doubters up, becomes the strongest in the school, harem develops. Basically, the you know, the basic shonen, I mean, not shonen, basic um, reincarnated OC trope, everything like that. And so it's not that big a deal. Um, I'm definitely, I'm making fun of it, but I'm definitely going to check it out because I usually, you know, always give it a one or two episodes. And depending on how they do it, I, I check it out. But sometimes, no. Um, compare this one to the weakest uh, crest from last season. Very, very, very similar to that. Think about think about that one. Um, next is Skeleton Knight in Another World. I've heard this one's pretty basic and mid. However, that doesn't mean it's not worth a watch. It is a generic isekai, leaning more towards the overlord type. However, it is nowhere near as good. To, to, to simplify, <laughs> it's been a while. Y'all can tell it's been a while since I've done this, right? I'm over here stumbling on words. When you go from doing it every day and talking all the time, you get used to talking. That's why I was talking about earlier. Doing all this talking is not easy as you think. You start to you look at because what I do, I look at the live chart and I'm looking at the stuff. My thoughts are starting to rumble. I'm starting to get X, Y, Z, jumping all these other things. You know, you start getting tired, everything like that. Anyways, let's continue on. Um, To simplify, it's not like the biggest on depth or world building or plot but it follows it follows the mc who happens to be the skeleton hiding behind like this op amount of armor he's doing things throughout his adventure no one knows his true identity which leads to some interesting turn of events i compare it to overlord due to the arc where eyes is cosplaying as like you know an adventurer and there's nothing that really stands out when in regards to this anime or in the show period so if you're looking for the next great thing, this isn't really the show for you. But if you're looking for something entertaining, this is definitely one that can like and get you through the season. This one can do it. This anime, I can definitely feel myself watching because I usually watch animes like this. Um, I watch through the season. I really, really, really usually enjoy them. And then it's just one of those ones that's never gets a sequel. You kind of forget about it. And you never think about it again. But during the time, you really enjoy yourself. That's basically that's the that's the only thing I can really compare this anime style to. Um, next is I'm Quitting Hearing. And this one, the theme is similar to the manga. And, and like, not the manga. Um, my thoughts are racing again. I'm going to take a short I'm going to take a short break after this one just to get my thoughts together. And this one, the theme is very, very, very similar to a manga I was reading. Yeah, it was, a, it was similar to a manga I was reading, but it's nowhere near as dark. If they made this one, like, like that instead of this one this will be much more exciting to talk about this one begins with the protagonist defeating the demon lord but then being exiled for due to like because he's too strong he just beat the demon lord like he's too oc he's too strong and the people the humans fear that because he's so strong that he could turn on them any day and so they're like yo get out they exile him he goes through, instead of going from nice guy to evil mode he stays in nice guy mode he's like oh i don't need to get revenge okay they have a good point they need to exile me okay cool he goes to the demon empire he helps them he starts being like hey can i join y'all's empire and they're like hold up what like, yeah let me join your empire um I'll help y'all rebuild because after this all this war and destruction, he's not doing this in like a malicious way or anything to get revenge. He's just like he feels bad for all the trouble he caused. He's like, there's so many people homeless, there's so many, so many people XYZ that got affected by this war between us, and they didn't have to get affected between us. So let me come because especially I did a lot of this damage to y'all. Let me come over here and help y'all out. So it's basically like a comedy aspect where he's just helping out the demons. Some of the demons still don't like him to try to fight him and everything like that. Obviously, they can't defeat him. And it just, it goes like that. I would have rather liked 
the dark side. Like I like the manga, the my manga. I'm talking about much better than this one because it's the revenge and darkness. But this one works too. But anyways, I'm gonna take a short break, get my thoughts together, and come right back. Back just need your boy just need to get some water. He did that like truthfully he needs some water and everything like that. Cause yeah, talking this long, no breaks, exhaust like I said. But next we're gonna talk about a couple of cuckoos. This anime seems to be like like it's looking like it's gonna have an end game similar to Quincentral Quintuplets. And I watched that one and then I read the entire manga all the way through because I was interested to see who he thought up. Like he, who he ended up with, I loved it. I loved it. Other than the trope, I think is gonna happen with this one, where there's a harem waiting for the MC, and the other girls that aren't picked never really get a good ending and are stuck desiring like that that prior high school style love. They're like, oh, we still have our first love. They all there's harem. They all love this one guy. The one guy finally picks somebody. And then the other ones are still like, oh, they're just in love and everything. They're still around and they still like flirt with him and everything. But they only do a, they don't do it maliciously. They just do it harmlessly and they like flirt with him because like, oh yeah, and everything because he's with that person. He's chosen some. I don't know. Like, I don't like that trope because I still want them to move on with their lives as well because I feel like that goes a part of character development. Yes, he can have his romantic interest and you can go through the whole series and you finally find out who he ends up with, but. Those people, the other ones that don't get pecked, should still move on and have a life of their own. They shouldn't be just, oh, they stay around and they just wish it was them instead. Like I said, I still love the Quintessential Quintuplets, so I will be checking this one out for sure. And I recommend you give it a chance, regardless if you like that kind of style or not. I recommend you give it a chance. Next is Trapped in a Dating Sim. Very, very, very similar to my life as a villainess, where they... They, they did a they did a really well and I think this one can do as well as well. However, unlike Villainous, where she uses her knowledge of the game to avoid like scenarios and she keeps trying to avoid dying. She's like, I don't want to give my certain death any wrong move and in the in the dating sim, this character dies. So I'm not trying to die and everything like that. She's just trying to simply like survive, not die. Uh this guy in this one is trying to exploit the world, manipulate it for his desires. And after watching the trailer, it seems like it has a like a little action. Like it has shows like little mechs fighting and everything. So it has a mecha part of it as well. 
but um, it seems like in this society, uh, women have all the power, so it's hard. It's very hard for a male to, you know, come up in the world and everything. But he uses his knowledge because he already knows everything that happens in the game. He picks different scenarios, goes stuff like that, and then that's how he gets through the game, and that's how he gets the favorable results and changes the scenario for the benefit of him. So I feel like this one might can, can have an interesting twist. And I'm, I'm definitely going to check this one out. The next one, I'm definitely going to butcher this. I blame Live Chart Anime, a Heron San Wa Hakarani. Yes. Okay. School of Life comedy. It seems this season is full, full, full of comedies, like I said before. So this, like this one, this one should also find a good amount of viewers because everyone has a different sense of humor the first like eight comedies in this one aren't all the same they aren't all the same they don't have the same um comedic part and everything like so if you have it like if you have a different sense of humor you might like this one rather than the other one if you have an awkward like this is like an awkward quirky style of humor this one might be for you because this one you have an awkward strange female lowly lead along with this large physically dominating quiet male lead and it looks like you just follow their school life and see how much trouble they can cause so this one's comedy is not like the other one so if that sounds like you would enjoy that one definitely recommend that one the next one is dawn of the witch everyone in the review says it's a vanilla type of adventure anime which i'm unsure how i feel about that but it's basically a bunch of oc characters go on a journey discover things and bring to light the past to where the witches and the church were at odds with one another that was all I could piece together from the summary as well as the comments and like watching the trailer because there wasn't too much out about this anime and that's all about I could really piece together. I'm definitely going to check this out so we'll see how that goes. This one is one of the ones you have to wait for the review. Um, Love After World Domination. <sighs> this is one I don't see myself watching past three episodes. Yes, it's a rom-com. Yes, it is. But I can't see myself watch. After watching that trailer, like reading it, I was like, okay, reading the summary and everything. I was like, okay, this might be okay. Then watching the trailer, I was like, mm, don't know how I feel about that one. Because <laughs> it looks like the Power Rangers version of Romeo and Juliet, and that's the best way I can explain it from what I saw in the trailers. You have to, like, you have to quote unquote Romeo, who is the Red Ranger and the leader of the evil organization that desires world death domination as the female MC. So another comedy romance which seems to be again the theme of this. Again, no complaints from me. However, this one doesn't seem that interesting. You got like I said, you got the power they literally look like the Power Rangers. Look like the Power Rangers as the good guys versus the forces of evil. It is the Red Ranger the leader. Like they they fall in love. They fall in love, and then it just goes from there. And they're trying. They try to hide their relationship while, like, still trying to fight each other and stop each other. And so it's weird. Like they they have a relationship, but they're still they're still at odds with each other. It's it's weird. We'll see how it goes. Um. Then there's summertime rendering, a mystery and a supernatural anime, which usually isn't my cup of tea. But I always give them a chance. I don't know too much about this one, but I heard good things. I heard really good things. So um. I still, have, I still haven't made time to watch this one's trailer because I was like, eh, not sure about them, but I will watch the trailer after this. And just be just so you watch the trailer as well in a way to review for me. Um, the Executioner in Her Way of Life. Another Eastkai. 
But this was much, much different than any other Isekai I've ever heard of. The MC is not one of the people that got Isekai into the world. Rather, she's an assassin or, as the title says, executioner, whose job seems to be to kill the people who are isekai into her world. So because everyone that, like, everyone that keeps isekai from Japan keeps messing up the world and destroying the world, or even if they're trying to do good, they usually mess things up and trying to change the world. So she's like, she's a hired assassin or executioner goes around and eliminates them. She's like, y'all don't need to be changing our world. Y'all need to be doing anything. And she just kills all of them until one day she meets her match and she meets this girl who got East got over, but she kills her, but she, the girl just revives. She seems to be immortal. And so the story just goes along with her trying to figure out how to kill this girl. She's trying to figure out how to kill this girl. The girl was like, okay, you can kill me. If you can figure out how to kill me, you can kill me. And she just kind of tags along with her, and they just go through, and you just follow her life. It's definitely unique and has piqued my interest due to it, like, just being different. I want to see how that goes. And then you got the Tomodachi game. It's a death game that seems very, very similar to, you know, Darwin's game and everything else like that. Um it also has like the the squid game aspect being a death game revolved around debt and the desire of money. Tomagachi, our MC, is dragged into a game with his friends. They are constantly tested and their friendship and bond is put through the ringer as they try to survive through this constant barrage of psychological torture. This looks to be like, you know, this looks like it could be a popular death game. And I honestly think it could compete with Darwin's game just watching the trailer and reading it. It looks like the whole time he needs to trust his friends but he's not sure he can trust his friends because everything i mean it's understandable you're going through all this psychological torture you're going through x y and z and you could die any moment of course you're like hold up maybe let's let's, might put the brakes on this and see how this is going everything else and lastly we're going to talk about don't hurt me healing this is a simple, simple story that probably won't get much love, but it follows a knight and a healer's journey together, and it seems to be more of a quirky comedy. So if you're into quirky comedies, give this one a chance. If that is the selling point alone, like, is that that, that quirky humor it alone isn't enough to get you to watch this show, just go ahead and skip this one. It's not for you. Um, I'm probably going to watch two episodes of it and go ahead and cut it off. Uh, it seems to be one of those acquired tastes anime is like you're either with it or you're not and i don't see myself being with this one but we'll see we'll see we'll see that's why we always have the review um we're gonna come back next week and have you know we'll probably have three of the animes i'll probably stick with the returning animes and see how their first episode drops and talk about those and save the newer animes for after a couple seasons i'm mean, a couple not a couple a couple episodes so we can actually get a feel for it. i don't want to re-watch one episode and then be like oh this anime is trash and then the second episode comes out and be fire you know so anyways guys and gals Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Av Geeks podcast. Always, always, always remember to respect women. But most importantly, remember to respect yourself. Because simping ain't pimping. And we out. <laughs> <laughs>